right? There are things that happen kind of naturally is the word I want to use that we don't have to talk about because they're understood. But there are also things that we have to check in about for this coming week. This This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with The Real Emhoffs. I'm Angela Emhoff. And I'm Chad Emhoff. This week, we get to talk about weekly maintenance in your marriage. What are the things that we need to be doing on a weekly basis to make sure that our marriage is running smoothly? You know, whenever we uh, go back to the metaphor of a car, you know, we've talked about, you know, yearly maintenance, maybe that 30,000 mile checkup. We've talked about kind of quarterly or monthly maintenance, which is maybe more of an oil change. And now we're kind of thinking about how do we, how do we maintain the gas level, the fuel level in our car? So a lot of us, we have a fuel gauge in our car. And I think that that really helps us kind of know where we're at as we're going through our week. For the ladies out there, that's the gas light in your dashboard. And actually the gas light is an indicator that there's a problem. So if that comes on, (laughs) you have done something wrong. Uh, In this episode, I believe differently. We're going to talk about whether you get gas at a quarter of a tank left or when it's on empty. I know how long I can go on empty. So that's where I... Oh my goodness. (laughs) We have run into a real raw spot here, folks. No, listen, (laughs) this is so important to talk about because this is exactly what happens on the weekly in marriages. We get so caught up with, I just got to pick up baby from school. I just got to get to the grocery store. I don't have time to have this conversation right now. I don't have time to get gas right now. I'm going to push it as far as it can go and then hope that I don't get stranded on the side of the road. You guys, <laughs> Angela is a withdrawer around fuel. I didn't, it know, is. I didn't know that you're like, I'll <laughs> just avoid a- it. I'll pretend it's not a problem until it explodes on me. Oh. Not really explodes, but it's like the light comes on and it says, ding, ding, ding. Hey, you need to pay attention to this, right? You really need to pay attention to this. Whereas I'm a little bit more maybe pursuer. Listen, Gaslight, don't tell me to what cars. to do. I'm in charge here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's the Gaslight that's going to be the problem. So here is the thing that we want you to kind of talk about is week to week, life happens For the most part, I think that it's easy to listen and go, we can have a yearly conversation. Yes, that's important. We can have a quarterly or monthly conversation, monthly date nights. Obviously, those are good for your relationship. But now we get into the nitty gritty. This is the rhythm of weekly life that if you're like us, Monday comes and then we're like, see you on Friday. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's exactly it, man. And it's not even Monday. It's Sunday afternoon for us because we work at a church and it's like after Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, we have a thing that we lead and then Monday morning comes and there's generally a meeting on Monday morning that I'm in and I could go through my whole schedule, but it's like, we are just hitting it. And it's like, there's not a break between Sunday afternoon and Thursday night. And so by Thursday night, I'm like, have I caught up on all the things that are you know, the the required things for work and life, right? There are things that happen kind of naturally is the word I want to use that we don't have to talk about because they're understood. But there are also things that we have to check in about for this coming week. And we usually do that. Maybe it's a Friday afternoon before the weekend. If Sometimes if we don't plan for how the weekend is going to go, our weekend gets hijacked and then we're both frustrated about that. And then sometimes it's a Sunday night check-in on how the rest of the week is going to go. And what Chad and I tend to do is lay our calendars side by side, his and mine, and go, okay, this is... You know, this is where I'm getting Avery. This is where you drop her off. This is where you you have a late night. I need to push dinner back. This is kind of how we 
plan how the week is going to go, but there are some things that also happen that we don't write in our calendar. So I want to talk about those for just a second. In our relationship, sex is one of those things. We, in our marriage, we connect weekly. A couple times a week is the goal. If we get more than a couple times a week, we're having a pretty good week. We stay busy Monday through Friday. And so if that midweek connection happens, awesome. We tend to make a plan to make sure that it happens on the weekend. That's not something we write into our calendar. It's not just like on Saturday. Yeah, that's not... But it is, it is something we want to have an expectation around. But right now, I just want to say, like, that is something that we think about, that we're like, hey, how are we doing physically? Have we – have we? and when I say – when we say sex, I mean, I think so often it gets portrayed as, like, uh, you know, one type of act, right? Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I really just mean are we – intimate Connecting. with each other yeah. physically like can we can do we are we kissing are we hugging are we are we doing the little things i even include know? that we're going to talk a little bit yeah. more about that in the daily one the practice of physical touch connecting hugging kissing yeah. those kinds of things in this department but really making sure that we have alone time physically is good to have weekly. Now, we want to just preface and say we know that the spectrum of physical relationships of people who are listening to our podcast is is wide. It's a big continuum. And there might be people who have it more frequently than that. And there might be people who haven't had the frequency of weekly. And so where you are, the the goal is just like we have had this conversation over the last three episodes – is to have a gentle conversation. It's not to criticize or blame or demand. It's to say, this is an area that I think I would like it to be more frequent, or I I have a longing to do this more, and then have a conversation around how you can try to incorporate more of that in your relationship. And so we are going to do an entire series around sex. And we also want to kind of reiterate at this point that this podcast isn't a replacement for therapy around a topic that's really distressed. So if this is a topic that's hard for you, then the goal would be that you possibly seek outside help. You can feel free to message us or email us and we can help you find a referral or help you get plugged in somewhere. We don't want to just trigger people who possibly don't have Uh, their physical relationship where they want it to be. But having this conversation about a weekly connection is really important to include in this. We would be amiss to leave it out. And so this is something for us that we don't write into our calendar weekly, but we do both intend to make sure is incorporated into our weekly interactions. Okay. Another thing that we do in our family is every Thursday night we go to dinner. And it is without fail. As a matter of fact, if we forget midday, our daughter will now say, is it, we call it Mexican Thursday. This is when we get Mexican food on Thursday night. And our family has just kind of coined it Mexican food Thursday night where, where that's where we go so much that it is consistent. We know what restaurant we're going to. We mostly even know what we're going to get. And our family, it's a little ritual that our family does every Thursday night. And it's kind of the end of our week. We kind of have a little, like, uh, I want to consider it like a little celebration. It's like, okay, we're stopping our week. That's the work week anyway. And now we've got Thursday night and we're going to kind of hang out and we're going to enjoy each other. 
together, right? And, and sometimes we'll invite friends to that or we'll invite family to that, like my mom or whoever wants to come. Sometimes they come. But it is. It's an important part of our routine, and it's an expectation in our weekend that we're going to, hey, this is coming. I know what that is. I'm coming home on Thursday. I don't have a lot of questions about what we're going to do. Um, I know where we're going to go and what we're going to eat and how it's going to go. So it's a really kind of a nice a nice way to kind of end the week. It's kind of a little celebration in my mind. Usually, too, if the week has gone well, I have cooked Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday night is like a night off of me cooking, and Chad's coming home from work, and and we'll just make a plan for it. He will call me and say, I'm on my way. I'll pick you up. He pulls into the driveway. We hop into the car, and we all go to dinner together. Yeah. And so that is something that is good for us. We enjoy it. We have a good time. We don't have to do dishes after that dinner. So just like we have said in the last few episodes, you have to figure out what works for you and make those plans. As we were planning for this episode, we actually started talking about this series quite a while ago, and we started having this same conversation. Chad and I always have the conversation that we ask you guys to have and see how it goes. And if it lands well, we're like, okay, we can try this on them. <laughs> Go ahead and try this out. Yeah. went. And so we had this conversation that I said, you know, sometimes even when we have dinner at home, we get it from the table, we go into the living room or everybody kind of goes and does their own thing. And there's something that I long for. I want us to have a little bit more family time. And so I pitched to him, can we one night a week stay at the dinner table, clear the table and have a game night with Avery? So we've started to do that. And so for the last several weeks, There is one night a week, it has happened on Monday night for the last few weeks, where we clear the table together as a family, and then Avery picks a game that she brings to the table, and we play together whatever the game is. We've played sequence, we have played this fun other game that she really likes. Hungry Hippo. Yeah, whatever it is. And we laugh together, have a good time together, and it has been so beneficial, not only for our family, but then when Avery feels like she's gotten her parents' attention and love and she's filled up, then Chad and I both can kind of look at each other and go, parenting win. Which, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of like parent insecurities. Are we getting it right? Are we doing it right? And that one is a win every single time. If we're investing in our family, then we're also investing in our relationship. So this is the thing we're kind of saying, just like we have in the yearly and the quarterly and the monthly. Are there little bumps in your week that you can anticipate happen pretty frequently and you want to um, have a conversation with your partner so those go more smoothly? Or let's celebrate. Are there things that work in your weekly interactions that you just want to take a minute to say, hey, partner, I really love that you and I get to this every single week, whether it's go to dinner together, play a game, connect physically, whatever that is, and honor it in your relationship. You know, I I think that there's something that – you know, we wrote this in and, and we were thinking about it, but I'm like, I, I want to say every week we do other things too. Like whether it's the laundry, you, you know, kind of we connect on that or we, whether it's the, you know, the mowing the lawn or, or kind of like other maintenance, just the trash, all the stuff that has to go to the road. <laughs> Take I the mean, trash to the road Wednesday are, night. That's these, what we have to yeah, do. These are really practical kind of normal things that we all do. Yeah. But I'm like, sometimes I just think it's worthwhile to kind of go, how do we, you know, how do we acknowledge each other for the work we're doing? Like, I appreciate that Angela does the laundry. If I run out of black socks, I stress out. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like the fact that she's like, and she really, I think likes to do laundry in I some do. ways. And, and it's like, 
that that's something that kind of relieves some of the stress in her life. So it's like we found a rhythm around this, um, but kind of acknowledging, hey, we're both in this. We're both doing these chores or, or job or life, right? I had another thought too, um, and it was like, you know, you're, if, we're, if we're going back to the car analogy, right? If I'm on if I'm on my normal week and I'm just going to work and back and forth, I know that I get gas maybe once every week, week and a half. You know, it just depends. I kind of watch my fuel gauge and and pay <laughs> attention to that. And I know that I'm going to need gas, you know, soon. And actually, right now, I can tell you my car is like at a quarter tank, so I'm thinking about gas. <laughs> I have no but, idea what mine is at. But if I'm on a road trip, you know, if we're in a season where life is really, really busy. If I'm on a road trip, I'm going from here to to Louisiana or something or Colorado, I have to stop and kind of refuel and reconnect more often, right? It's not Mm. like I can't go a whole week without gas. And so if if we're in a busy, busy season, it actually means that I have to be a little more intentional about how do I connect with my spouse? How do I make sure our tank is, and and again, love tank or whatever you want to think of that, how do I make sure that our relational, um, our relationship has got the equity, the, the energy that it needs so that we can keep moving forward? And, it, and I think of it a lot like a road trip. It's like, how am I doing on the gas? How is my, how is my tire pressure? Have I checked, you know, maybe the oil or whatever the thing is? I mean, that maybe that's old school a little bit when I had cars that, you know, burned oil. Uh, but, but, <laughs> But, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> well, I had some cheap cars, man. And that's why I know how to work on stuff. But but I'm saying like our relationship is like that too. Not not to say that it's cheap, but that we have to pay attention to it. <laughs> if, if we're in a season of going fast and going on a long distance and, and, and a week where it's like it is packed and there isn't rest, right? Or we have a weekend, you know, if it's Thursday night and we're getting in the car to go somewhere else for a wedding and then we're back on Sunday afternoon and we're back to work and then the next weekend we have something on those longer stretches where we haven't had the chance to have our normal routine, Right then we need to check on each other more. Maybe that means I help with the laundry. Maybe that means she helps with the trash or whatever the thing might be. Sometimes one or the other of us is more busy. But I do want to encourage y'all to take the time, especially when you're in a busy season, to reconnect more often. I think that this is such an important point because even though we might have consistent roles, like there, there is this kind of understood thing that Chad, we live on a few acres and he has to walk the trash bin all the way down to the road, our long driveway. And so he tends to do that. He, he is the guy who does it. But I know if he's had a busy week or if he's running late on the Wednesday where, where that comes, I, I can anticipate, hey, this is a way I want to help my partner out. He knows if he opens his sock drawer and realizes that it's getting low, that I'm behind on the laundry or that I haven't had a chance to to do what I needed to do that week or maybe I'm doing other things. There's another thing, too, that he, he knows about me, which is that if the surface areas of our house are cluttered, like I tend to kind of keep the tidiness of the house, not even, I'm not talking about like cleaning the house. I'm talking about like the shoes that pile up at the door or the the bags that pile up on the dining room table or right when we walk in the kitchen, there's a big pile of whatever it is we're holding in our hand. And over the course of the week, if I don't have the time to go back and clean those things up, they start to pile up. And so by the end of the week, if all the surfaces are cluttered, he knows my heart might not be in a good place. And so we have in our relationship learned each other's areas of need around asking for help or often not even asking, but just needing help. So this is actually what we're going to queue up in our checkpoint. There could be times when, let's say I'm having a hard week, but I know Chad has a busy week too. And there's a part of me that goes, man, you know what? He, I don't want to burden him with this or make it about me. So I'll just hold this back and maybe we'll talk about it later. 
or if he's having a, a hard day, he walks in the door and I've got dinner and I've had Avery and, and I, you know, don't have the bandwidth or capacity to respond to him. He might go, man, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to talk about this and we're going to have a good night. I don't want to ruin the night with this. And so there are times throughout the week when we might need to actually have an overt conversation about something and we don't, and then it makes the week actually harder and we miss the connection. And so what the connect point is, is when it's the middle of the week, things are busy, how can you let your partner know that you might need help or that you are carrying something heavy and you just want to connect with them? To be your support person, to be your partner in that, to share in that heaviness, what do you need from them? In that week, midweek, I want to call it like midweek touch point, you doing okay? You doing okay? If not, how do we have that conversation? And so that's what we're kind of asking you to do. That's great. I, I love it. So that's really what we're saying is go make that connection. Go go have the conversation about what do you need in those times? How can I let you know? How can I ask for it? You know, it's great that Angela, she kind of knows. I The laundry is a good indicator for her. You know, she kind of knows also that like if, if I'm behind on, on the trash or if I kind of am distant in some way, she might know or, or if my computer's in my lap the whole Rating night. Rating papers right? or if there's something <laughs> you need to do. Is. Yeah, if that if that's happening for me, she can kind of know, oh, I'm going to have to pick up some slack for, for Chad, right? I, I need to help him out. But we want you guys to pay attention to that and kind of think about it for yourself, but also think about how do you know when your partner is having a tough week help. or having a hard time and, and to have that conversation. So, so many times it would yeah. be great if we had a gauge, a, a relationship gauge that would say, hey, your relationship is kind of running on empty. We're running on fumes here and you need to pause to refuel. I mean, I'd even like to have one of those those lights, you know, that just comes <laughs> on. But a gauge is always better. But, 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 and I think a gauge is, and well, this is a whole metaphor we could go into, but like the gauge is pretty precise, right? But how many of us are really good at that initially? So, so maybe right now you've got a light that comes on and you can kind of say, hey, that's the problem. I can yeah. see the light, right? But, but, but if you get better at this, if you get kind of like more attuned to yourself is what I want to say, like more aware of yourself, it might become more of a gauge where you can say this this is where I'm at. I'm at, I'm at a quarter tank or I'm at three quarters tank or whatever the thing And for be. us, it's yeah. an interactional now enough that I can say, Hey, can you help me? It, yeah. it would be really great if you help me fold the three loads of laundry that I've washed today. I'm behind on the yeah. folding. Or can you help me clean off the surface areas and move your bag or put that away or whatever? I can ask for help, but he's also really good at kind of going, I see my wife's a little bit stressed out, yeah. you know, we, in my tone or in my interactions, maybe I'm irritable and he goes, you know what, how can I help us have a good night? And that question alone is so good for my heart. When he says, how can I help us catch up? That if he helps me get caught up on my stuff, I'm able to turn around and go, Hey, is there anything you that's going on for you that you need to share? When it's he, good. It, it is reciprocated. When he is able to help me, it frees up time for me to help him and vice versa. So that's what we're asking. Have that conversation that's proactive that goes, how do we help our weeks run more smoothly? And how do we make sure to have conversations around the areas we need help when things in the week get bumpy and don't go as anticipated? So that's our episode for this week. We want to thank you for checking it out. As always, if you can uh, like us or subscribe or give us the thumbs up on Facebook, man, we would we would love to have you as a follower and somebody who uh, regular kind of, regularly kind of promotes it. If you have a friend or family members that you'd like to share this with, we would love for you guys to do that. That really is the way that we get the word out and kind of help couples is through sharing and, and telling people what works. Uh, so much of this session and this this uh, 
series is focused on what works, I want to encourage you to do it. Share it if it's working for you, and we'd love to get feedback from you too. Thanks so much for checking it out. We'll see you next time.